Pritzburg and Blood and Faith.com. It's the weekend. It's uh, Saturday, the 28th of January, 2023. What if Jesus Christ gave you a blueprint, an intelligence report, a diagram of exactly who the enemy was? What if Jesus Christ said, hey, you know, I understand you think the devil has everything under control and the devil's secret and you can't read the devil's mind. What if I told you how the devil works and who he works through? Would you believe him? Would you believe him if you said that? If Jesus Christ came to you today and said, this, these people are the enemy, these are the specific hands of Satan, would you believe him? And what would you do about it? Jesus Christ fought with certain people during his life on earth. With the incarnation of God in Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ fought with certain very specific and identifiable people. He fought the Pharisees, he fought the chief priests, he fought the Sadducees. He's fought all the leaders of Judaism, which is not the religion of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's not the faith of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's not the God of Israel. They created these man-made traditions. You talk about a religion, that's the origin of all religions right there. They had their own ideas of what was going on. And they're the ones that hated Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ called them out. Jesus Christ said, hey, this is what you're doing, and it's wrong and it's evil. What if God told you who the enemy is? What if God said, look, these are the people doing evil in the world today. What would you do? Would you go out there and wave your bangers, banners and tell the world that they're God's chosen people? Is that what you would do? Would you give them money? Would you vote millions and billions of dollars to a people whose identity is linked to Satan? Would you do that? Would you support politicians who gave money to the enemies of Jesus Christ? And would you then you would you then run cover for these people and tell everybody, oh, they're God's chosen people and they're persecuted? Would you do that? When Jesus Christ was on earth, he fought the Jews. Read, read the Revelation. And read the Gospel according to St. John. St. John just calls them the Jews. It's the Jews, man. It's the Jews. Matthew tends to call them the Pharisees. Who are the Pharisees? The Pharisees are the forerunners of today's rabbis. According to the Jerusalem Post, this, you don't have to trust Fritz Bergen. According to the Jerusalem Post, they had a great article about it. I mean, I, you know, it, there's some good stuff there. So, yeah, the, the Pharisees are the spiritual forerunners of today's rabbis. <clears throat> they are the founders of rabbinical Judaism. These are the men that Jesus Christ looked in the eye and called them a brood of vipers. Now you say, oh, well, you know, Jesus was just mad and they were being stupid and he was just mad. No, 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 no. Wrong answer. Once you go down that road, you go down the road of the Pharisees, you go down the road of the, the, the Talmud, the traditions of men, which Paul and Jesus warned against over and over again. Once you say, oh, you know, that was for then and it's not for now, man, you're in dangerous territory. 
I mean, can you say that about John three sixteen? Oh, John three sixteen. That was just an, an analogy, you know, for way back then. It has nothing to do with today. Now, there's churches that do that. There are churches that do that, but that's the way of the Talmud. That's the way of these oral traditions that overrule the Word of God. Word of God is eternal. Think about it this way. When, when Jesus Christ was on earth, he was quoting what Moses wrote 1,500 years earlier. Think about it that way. When Jesus Christ was earth, on earth, he was quoting what Moses wrote at least 1,000 years earlier. I don't have the dates on my, on my hand, but it was a long time before. Now, are you going to take the same, uh, same approach and say, oh, well, it was written a long time ago, so it doesn't apply today? No, it's eternal. It's forever. Who murdered Jesus Christ? Now, I know there's a great movement out there that said, well, it wasn't the Jews, it was the Romans. All these are oral traditions that are overruling explicitly what the Holy Scripture says. And I encourage people, man, go read it for yourself. That, that's the beauty of the Holy Scriptures. That's the beauty, in fact, of the, the, the Protestant tradition. I, I will say that. Uh, having been raised as a, as a Protestant, as somebody that, that, that's not a Roman Catholic, and I have a great appreciation for the Roman Catholics and the uh, Greek Orthodox and the Roman Orthodox and, and, and on and on and on. There's some great things that they have that, that we don't have. But one of the great things that the Protestant tradition brought was that people could read the Holy Scriptures for themselves. You couldn't do that. In fact, it wasn't until uh, Vatican II, 1964, I think, early 1960s, where the Roman Catholic Church told their parishioners, you can actually read the Holy Scriptures for yourself. It was not permitted until that point. And then it was only permitted if you read the Bible with a, a book guiding you as to what it meant. Because God knows, you look at those Protestants, and they, they just went off and did their own thing. They didn't want that to happen again. Yet there was a great amount of pressure on the Catholic Church to allow their parishioners to read the Holy Scriptures for themselves. So what I'm saying can be verified as you read the Holy Scriptures. I, I didn't get this stuff that I talk about from a book. I did not get it from a book. I did not get it from an, a theological seminary. I did not get it from some group. I did not get it from some website or, or some blog that, that somebody has out there. It came right out of the Holy Scriptures. I, I got it from the source, man. I got it from the source. And I've poured over the Scriptures over and over and over. Jesus Christ, over and over, He said, why are you trying to kill me? He wasn't saying that to the Roman soldiers, my brothers. He was saying that to the Jews. Why are you trying to kill me? And the Holy Scripture says he stayed out of Judea. He, he stayed out of the land of the Jews. He stayed away from there. He stayed up in Galilee, up north. Why? Because the Jews were trying to kill him. <clears throat> and at one point, Jesus said, well, we've we're got to go back into Judea. And his, his disciples said, why? They're trying to kill you, man. And he said, no, i got to go. And, and one of them says, hey, you know, let's go and die too. This was blood, baby. It was blood. And you don't believe me? What, what do you think happened at, at the birth of Jesus Christ? Who tried to, tried to kill Jesus Christ? Herod. Well, it was Herod. Herod was just a bad guy. Herod was an Edomite. You know that? Herod was from Esau. He was a convert to Judaism. Well, that's not a real Jew. Who do you think the scribes were that advised Herod where Jesus Christ was to be mourned? They were all in on it, baby. They were all in on it. And when Herod found out they'd been duped by the wise men, he, he went in there and he slaughtered his kids. There's not a word of objection 
from the Pharisees or the chief priests or the scribes. Nobody came out and told Herod, you're doing wrong, this is evil, to kill little babies because you can't find the one you want to slaughter. Not a word of objection from the chief priests or the Pharisees or the scribes or the Sadducees, none. They were complicit in the attempted murder of Jesus Christ as a child and guilty of the murder of all those children, two years old and younger, in the area of around Bethlehem, around the time of Christ's birth. Every example of, of, a, of, of the Romans in, the, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. And if you don't believe me, go. there's a great article in Jerusalem Post that talks about this. They're, they're, they're the good guys, man. They're the ones that are saying, wait a minute. Remember the Roman soldier out there? Jesus Christ has just been crucified. And what does he say? He says, truly, this was the Son of God. Truly, this was the Son of God. What happens when Jesus Christ stands before Pilate? Pilate says, look, this, I find no guilt in this man. This guy's innocent. Oh, man, that made, that made the, the people that call themselves, they, they were upset. Pharisees, chief priests, the leaders of Judaism were outraged, and they stirred up the crowd to demand the death of Jesus Christ, which is one of the tactics of those who call themselves Jews. Go read about it in the book of Acts. Over and over and over again, they stirred up the crowds. They stirred up the crowds. Antifa, BLM, anybody? Financed by the Jew, George Soros? man who calls himself a Jew, anyway. And they stirred up the, the, the rich and the powerful, too. They go up to, they go, you know, you talk about blackmail. You remember Epstein Island? You talk about, you know, blackmail operation. It's nothing new, man. Pilate says, I'm going to let him go. He washed his hands in front of the people. He said, I'm innocent of this man's blood. They said, let this man's blood be on us and upon our children. And then finally, they, they told Pilate, it's blackmail, man, blackmail. He said, listen, if you let this guy go, you're no friends of Caesar's. The implication was they have lots of people at the court of Rome with Caesar, lots of their Jewish allies, those who call themselves Jews, but were of the synagogue of Satan. And they said, we're going to tell him. And you know what? It's going to be off with your head because you cannot side with a man who claims to be a king even over Caesar, which is exactly what Jesus Christ did. He claimed to be not only king of the Jews, which he is. Jesus Christ is the king of the Jews, but he's, the, he's also the king of the Romans. He's also king over the Romans. He's king of kings and he's lord of his lords. He's, he's lord of the world. And, and they had blackmail on him. So they blackmailed people. They stir up the rabble. Nothing's changed in 2,000 years, I'm telling you. And then you go you go read the book of Acts. Who's after Paul? Who's after Peter? Who's after John? Who kills James? Herod kills James, and he says it's, it, it was pleasing to the Jews. So he's going to kill some other people. He had Peter in prison. You know, angel lets Peter go. And over and over and over. It's the same story with the same evil people. The same people that tried to murder Jesus Christ, that were responsible for the murders around Bethlehem at the time that Christ was born, that was responsible ultimately for the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. It's the same people. The people that went after the Christians in the book of Acts, that tried to murder them. Paul even says it out loud. He says, I voted to put these people to death. I voted to put them to death. And you think something's changed in 2,000 years, Christian? Does the, does the Bible go away? 
Did the Bible go away? Oh, that's just a little history book from what happened 2,000 years ago. It has no application today whatsoever. Wrong. You want to know how those people act? Go read the book of Acts. They manipulate the prominent women and the prominent men, and they stir up the rabble, and they bribe people. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I think, you know, you're just casting aspersions on that minority. So Jesus Christ rises from the dead. What do they do with the, 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 the soldiers? They pay them. They buy them off. And they pay them to tell lies. They pay them to tell lies. Oh, that's just a, it's just a, you know, that was just what happened. Has nothing, no, 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 no. The Word of God is eternal. It's forever and ever and ever and ever. A billion years from now, the book of Acts will still be there with the stories. Eight, it's a say, 82 times in the book of Acts, in the New American Standard Version, it uses the word Jew. Now, for all the ink spent and all the sound vibrations wafting through the air over the end times and the rapture and the book of Revelation... It's truly phenomenal that nobody will pay attention to what Jesus Christ said in, in Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9. Oh, I know the beast is coming. The Antichrist is coming. And Jesus Christ is right there. He's saying, hey, these people that call themselves Jews, they're not Jews, man. They're not. They're not real Jews. They're not. They're of the synagogue of Satan. says it twice, chapter 2 and chapter 3. It says basically the same words. And by the way, this Revelation 3.9, it says, I'm going to tell them I've loved you. Who's you? It's the church. It's the Christians. I'm going to make them come and bow down at your feet. Which is a reflection of what the prophet Isaiah said. And, and I mean, the Scriptures make it clear. The very first apostolic letter, as far as I know, that Paul wrote was to the Thessalonians. It's called First Thessalonians. And by the way, this this is if you've listened to my series on the different epistles that I've did over a year ago, Paul is out of his mind to warn people against going back into Judaism. Out of his mind over it, he he says, "I've been there. That's what I came out of. Don't you don't you dare do that." It's 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 a trap. He says I was well advanced in the traditions of the elders, and that's what if you need you need to wrap your mind around that the the precepts of the elders and the traditions. All these became later on were written down and become the Talmud, and that's Judaism. They keep the Torah around just as a decoration, but that's not that ain't it. You don't believe me? Oh, I just think you're you're over. I think you just don't like Jews, Fritz. Jesus Christ said, "Hey, listen, folks. This isn't Fritz Berg. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ tell, tells these people, the followers of Judaism. He says, listen, man. I, I, I'm not the one that will accuse you on the judgment day. It's Moses himself that will accuse you on the judgment day. Moses will accuse you. Moses was not a Jew. I hope you guys understand that." Abraham was not a Jew, Isaac was not a Jew, Jacob was not a Jew, Moses was not a Jew. 
None of them had anything to do with the Talmud or anything to do with these orally traditions that they passed down. Jesus Christ is very clear to these people. He said, listen, if you had believed what Moses said, you would be believing in me right now. But because you rejected him, you, you reject me. Then you move up to, you know, oh, it's the, you know, it's the end times, it's the end times. Well, why don't you read what the Revelation says about the end times? These people that claim to be Jews, they're not. They're, they're fosters of the synagogue of Satan and, and, and the evangelical church. Tells the world they're God's chosen people. Uh, now, there's a lot of deception going on. Satan is the deceiver of nations. He deceives nations, just entire nations. You don't think he can uh, deceive the church? If he deceived Eve, he can deceive the church. I've seen that many times throughout history. Certainly saw that with the uh, Pharisees in this. I mean, let's stick to biblical history. You certainly saw that with the Pharisees, the rise of the Pharisees. Even, even the chief priest, part of the Sadducees and the chief priests, they utterly rejected Jesus Christ, utterly rejected him. Even though they had the law of God. Even though they had the books of Moses. It's amazing. In, in these here last days, as I've heard for my whole life, I'm not saying these are the last days, it's just this is what I'm hearing. Everybody talks about it. It's the last days. It's the last days. I heard that in my whole life. They said it was the last days 2,000 years ago. So I ain't banking on it. I'm banking on kids and grandkids and great-grandkids and great-great-grandkids. That's what I'm banking on. And if the Lord God Almighty sees fit to come back early, well, praise the Lord, that's up to Him. It's my job to crank out kids and raise children and grandchildren and, and build Christian nations. It's your job, too. It's called the Great Commission. And I know people that have said, I'm not going to have kids because Jesus is coming back real soon. Well, you know, and they're probably, <laughs> they're probably 80 now. And, and, and instead of leaving behind a Christian heritage and Christian kids, they've just, they got nothing, man. Instead of obeying what the Holy Scripture said, which is be fruitful and multiply, not just spiritually but physically as well, So if Jesus Christ said, hey, these are the enemy, why is the church turning around and contradicting Jesus Christ? Back to what Paul says, 1 Thessalonians 2.15. He says, the Jews, man, it's the Jews. <laughs> you put this in a meme. Paul's like, it's the Jews, dude, it's the Jews, really, it's the Jews. They're the enemies of all of mankind. This is Paul. This is the Holy Scriptures. And the church is like, oh, the God's chosen people. Oh, the God's chosen people. Oh, the God's chosen people. They're the enemies of all mankind. And I've heard all this crap. Oh, that God blesses them because they're Jews. No, 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 no. I've told you, I've talked about this. Satan goes to Jesus Christ. He says, I'll give you all the riches of the world, all the power and the riches of the world if you bow down and worship me. Jesus Christ said, stick it, man. Shove it. So Satan goes to, you know who he goes to? He goes to those people. He makes the offer. They take it. And that's why they're called the synagogue of Satan. And he's given them the power and the glory of the kingdoms of the world. 
But we're not supposed to notice it, are we? Oh, no, you can't notice that. You can't notice that. You can't notice that they're rich and powerful. It's anti-Semitic. First law they make. You can't notice it. <laughs> Same lie as their father. Eve wasn't supposed to notice that he, she was talking to Satan. He appeared as a, as a serpent. Eve wasn't supposed to notice either. Satan appears as an angel of light. And the, the, the hatred of God towards the seed of the serpent, Jesus Christ and John the Baptist were explicit. You're the seed of the, you're, you're the, you're the brood of vipers. Well, that's not the seed of the serpent. No, it's the same thing. A brood of vipers is the seed of the serpent. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. The, the Holy Scriptures are exceedingly accurate and explicit on who the enemy is. Well, but, 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 look, man, the evidence is overwhelming. It's all overwhelming. And you all sit there and you, and you want to go fight the Antichrist. The spirit of the Antichrist is here. The synagogue of Satan, otherwise known as the people who call themselves Jews, matches exactly, exactly the definition of Antichrist in 1 John chapter 2, verse 22. This is, the, this is the Antichrist. He who denies the Father and the Son. That's the exact definition that the synagogue of Satan exactly meets that definition. Who's the synagogue of Satan? It's those that call themselves Jews but are not. Exactly matches that definition. And you've got these evangelicals out here. And I'll raise my hand and say I'm part of that group, largely speaking. That tradition... And they bow down and they worship, literally they worship the Antichrist. They worship the Antichrist. And they support the Antichrist. They won't criticize the Antichrist. Anything that the Antichrist wants, they'll give the Antichrist. And they'll deny the words of Jesus. This is going on today. This is not uh, five or ten years from now when, quote-unquote, the Antichrist showed up. The Antichrist is here. The Antichrist is here. The Antichrist is here. Synagogue of Satan. The brood of vipers, the seed of the serpent, the Antichrist is he who denies the Father and the Son, the spirit of the Antichrist. All here, all now. But the church, man, I'm telling you, what, you talk about a strong deception, strong deception so that even the elect are deceived. A strong deception so that even the elect are deceived. Oh. These people have an agenda. It's their father's agenda. It's Satan's agenda. It's death and murder of the image of God. It's the death and murder of all mankind, especially of the children of Christendom. Especially of the children of Christendom. Why? Because we're the children of Christendom. We're the children of Christ. We're the one civilization on the planet in the entire history of the world that other than Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses which raises some interesting thoughts, that explicitly worship Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ didn't show up for 2000, until 2,000 years ago. Man, if, if that's what you believe, you need to go back and read your Bible. Read John chapter 1. Read Hebrews chapter 1. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Adam, they knew and saw and worshipped Jesus Christ pre-incarnation. This is the Lord that the books of Moses talked about. This is the Lord. This is the Lord. 
That when, when Jacob says, oh, my eyes have seen the face of God, I'm going to die. And he did see the face of God. He saw Jesus Christ. He saw Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ says, hey, before Abraham was born, I am. I am. I am. Predating even Moses. I am. I am the I am. Jesus Christ is the I am. Moses goes to God. He says, Lord, who, when, when the sons of Israel say, who, who is this God you're talking about? He's going to tell them the I am. Well, here's Jesus Christ. He says the same thing. He says, before Abraham was born, I am. Why do you think the Jews wanted to murder him? He claimed to be God. Jesus Christ claimed to be God. I and the Father are one. And the church will bend over backwards to please the synagogue of Satan. I'm telling you, the church... church oh, man. It ain't good. Strong deception. And so you go back and, and, and you end times, folks, with your end times prophecies. Oh, the book of Revelation, the book of Re okay, Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9. He's laying it out to you. It tells it in black and white. And then you go back to, uh, and you want to know the, the horror and the Babylon the Great, the same, the same, 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 same. It's the same. And you see this woman dressed in scarlet, the whore, riding on the beast. The beasts are the world empires. And the whore sits on many waters, which are many, many nations. There are many, many nations over time. Many nations over time. I've said many times that, that, that 1492, after 700 centuries, excuse me, 700 years, seven centuries of reconquering Spain for the cross of Jesus Christ, they finally win in 1492. At that moment, they launch out and they discover the new world and they kicked all the Jews out of Spain. Well, Fritz, I think you're just twisting the scripture. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Go read that article I've referenced many times. Jerusalem Post, August 5th, 2019. Is the New Testament anti-Semitic? And read, it for, read what the Jews say. Read what the Jews say. Don't believe me. That's fine. Don't believe me. Go read some articles. Is the in, in New Testament anti-Semitic? Go read what the Jews say. And, then, and see how they're trying to address it. They're trying to get the Christians to do what they did, which is to layer over the Word of God with man-made traditions, to make it suit their own needs instead of Honoring Jesus Christ. Revelation 18, close up here. Revelation 18, verse 4. Jesus Christ pleads with his church, pleads with the church, come out of her, please come out of her. Please come out of this horror. Come out of this mess. This not, Come out of this deception that you're in so that you don't share in her plagues. Fritzbergerinbloodandfaith.com.